All right, soccer fans, I'm Jay North. This is Soccer in Rock City, joined as always by the junior correspondent, Juliana North. Say hello. What's up? And her and I just got back from cooking in the sun. Beautiful day here in Rochester. Beautiful doubleheader. Um, the first game at 1.30 was the Rock City Boom Squad 2 against Sahara Gunners FC. Good game. The Boom won that game 3-1. to one. Uh, During that game, you may or may not have sabotaged this podcast and conducted your very first uh, solo player interview uh, without, and you spoke with Omar Mohammed. So how do you think that went for you? Amazing! Okay, you don't have to scream. I got the mic turned up all the way. Sorry, headphone users. (laughs) Yeah, sorry to the headphone users. So again, a heck of a weekend for your Rock City Boom. They had back-to-back games Yesterday, of course, being Saturday, traveled out to Buffalo to play FCNY New York at their park. Then today, FCNY New York returns the favor, travels down the thruway, comes to Rochester. The Boom winning both games over the weekend, securing last night's game 2-1, to one, and then securing this game 3-2. to two. They got out to a quick 2-0 lead early within the first 12 minutes. Juliana, how pretty was the move and then the finish by Whitman Hernandez on that first goal. That I got, I think I got that one on video. Did you get that on video? Um, I th- it's either the second or the first goal I got. Yeah. I'll have to look back at what I got. Yeah. So Whitman with a beautiful, just a great, uh, on the ball skill move around the defender. He. It was the soccer version of breaking ankles. Whitman definitely broke some ankles, and then he buried it. And then Ryan Lesk with two goals, and that second one he scored in the second half came from a ridiculous angle. Uh, FCY just sort of let him walk through there, and he finished it, and it looked like it was going to be smooth sailing. However, FCY would not go down without a fight. Uh, scored their first one later in the game and then did put their second one in the back of the net during stoppage time. But after that, they would never see the ball again. The game would be over shortly after that. So overall, nice performance by the Rock City Boom. They might be disappointed a little bit how they ended that game. But overall, playing back-to-back is tough in this heat and without Peter DiLorenzo tonight. So All you needed was to win. All they needed was to win, and they did just that. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast episode. Let's kick it out with Juliana firing me for a minute and starting with a sit-down interview with Omar. It's the best episode ever because I take over. (laughs) The best episode ever. All right, folks, Juliana sits down with Omar Muhammad. What's up, everybody? I took over because my dad is a stinky. I'm here with Omar Muhammad, and we're going to ask him some questions. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. I want to ask you, do you think you're going to win today? Absolutely, 100%. We're always going to win. All right, we got good players, and most importantly, we have Captain America. How can we lose with Captain America, right? I mean, he is the captain of America. Yeah. This is America. That is true. So we can't lose. Yeah. Anything else? Do you think that it's going to be a clean match, or do you think you're going to get your hands dirty? I think we might have to get our hands dirty a little bit today. It's a little hot out there. Um, You know, our players are going to have to stay very, very hydrated. As you know, the turf is a lot harder than usual. Um, 
And on top of that, we've, we've had really good games in the last two games, and teams are going to want to come and play as hard as, as possible against us. You know, we haven't lost a lot on our home turf, so teams are always coming for a battle. So I think we're going to have to get our hands very dirty and clean. And dirty clean. So you're running some clinics and stuff like that, some camps? Yep. Yep, so we have a couple of things going on. The first one is we have the Rock City Boom Camp that's coming up. July, let's see, June 28th through the, uh, July 1st. We have ages three through, uh, three through 10. Um, we encourage everybody to come out. We're partnering with our Rondaway uh, uh, Soccer Club, or is it Youth Club? Uh, Rondaway Soccer Club, yep. yeah. We're partnering with our Rondaway Soccer Club. We're gonna have a bunch of, you know, the players are gonna be there to, to, to help coach that day. You know, I'll be there to kind of help coach and spice some things up. Um, and then on top of that, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Big O's uh, camp that comes up every, every July um, that takes place over in um, uh, Grays and Truth Sports Park. That one is July, 28, uh, July 26th through the 29th. Um, Coach George Molise and, and Max, who just returned from college, is going to be there to help out as well. Um, so we have a bunch of camps and clinics coming up this year. It's going to be a fun summer. You know, we have the Euros. People are going to be watching that. Mm -hmm. You know, we have the camps. We have the boom playing this summer. So I encourage everyone that's, you know, to, to kind of just enjoy everything that's going to come up in the next month, month and a half, because it's not going to be the same after that. So. <laughs> I've asked this to other players, but I haven't asked in a while. Have you ever gotten a serious injury from have playing? I? Yes, I have. I've, I've hurt my ankles, uh, both of my ankles, when I was in college. Um, and it absolutely sucks when you sit out because it's like I don't know what my life is anymore if I can't run and kick a soccer ball anymore. So it's, it's very tough. But what, what, what you have to understand is when you get a serious injury, that in the long run, right, it might hurt now. It might hurt for two weeks. But it's very important that you rest out and take a couple of weeks off. Um, that, that you need so you can come back and help the team out in whatever way possible. And on top of that, we have great trainer, Jimmy. Um, you know, he's one of the coaches that kind of helps us. Right now I'm going through uh, an injury of my own. It's not from soccer, but through my back. And we have some clear players that have a, a couple of nicks and knacks over there that Jimmy has kind of <laughs> helped make sure that we were able to warm up properly and get back onto the field so we can do the things that we love the most. So you've never broken a bone playing? No, never. Thank God, I've never broken a bone playing. That surprised me. You, you got lucky because was it Conrad? <laughs> Did you break a bone? Was it Conrad who broke his ribs? He's broken his ribs. Yeah, he broke his ribs. Conrad. Conrad has. He's shared. He's tough. He's broke everything. He's yeah. He's tough, and I love him. He's funny about it too. The way he goes about. It. He's just a good guy to kind of have on the team. Yep. Even after you know, and you're gonna find players like this, players like Conrad. You know, he got hurt a couple of games ago, hurt his hamstring. Of course, he probably felt like the way we all felt. Um, but usually when you go through a phase like that, when you hurt yourself or, you know, one of your teammates hurts, it's very important that you just come out and just support the team as much as possible. And, and Conrad has been doing that really well for us. Now. So, I got my last question for today. And then, Dad, if you have anything to say, I will give you your little All star right, thank you. I'll moment give my 30 to seconds. Shine. <laughs> What's your question? Have you, when you were a kid, what, how old were you when you first started playing? Oh, I was probably, I want to say six, six or seven. Um, I was born in Africa. So, what, in Africa, Soccer is the thing. There's nothing else. It's, Exotic. It, it is everything. You know, you grow up, um, you go out and play, 
you know, and you play a little pickup game, the whole town is there to support you. It's like, it's like part of, you know, um, it's, it's part of our lifestyle. That's why, so for us, this, this is everything, you know, being able to compete, being able to make friendships, and being able to, you know, meet different people and kind of, you know, make these relationships is everything. Um, well, now I got to ask, since you mentioned you used to live in Africa, how, when did you move back to America? I moved to America in 2004. Hmm. It's a long time ago. I, don't I, was, I was around 10, 11 years old when I first came here, and I didn't know a single English word, so I learned everything here. I don't even have an accent, but I can get an accent, though. Just <laughs> Show us your accent. Okay, what do you want to hear? British. Brit oh, okay. I can't do the word British <laughs> at all. I'm African. Who's gonna give you an African accent? Yeah. What do you oh. want me to say? What do you want me to say? Um, light bulb. Light bulb. Ah, uh, let's see. Light bulb. That's how we say it. My sister. And everything in Africa, you gotta, you gotta put like a, a heavy pronunciation after, so like it kicks. Yes. That dang ring doorbell just went off. <laughs> is that my time off? No, that's, that's my ring. That's our ring doorbell. <laughs> no, no. That's the ring doorbell. No. Why are you hooked up to the ring? All right. Well, so why I don't you ask him how important? You could take my thunder one more time. Why don't you ask him how important it is to get this W this afternoon so you can kind of, because you got Syracuse chasing you guys, and I know oh, yeah. that's tight. You guys keep winning. Obviously, you'll keep pressure on them. You need them to either lose mm -hmm. or take a draw, and you guys need to win out, and that takes care of business. So how important is it to keep the pressure? Oh, very, very important. Uh, I mean, for us right now, we're at a point in our season where we really can't look at um, we can't look at the other teams at all. You know, kind of take it game by day, mm -hmm. trying to just refocus and trying to have the same level of performance and commitment and focus, you know, if you noticed, you know, the games that we, we normally don't come out hot or, you know, when we don't warm up the way we're supposed to, it shows in our, in our performance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we kind of, you know, um, sometimes we kind of are a little late to things, but, you know, going forward in the last two, three games, you know, the, uh, the team has really picked up and, and, and they're more focused. So today's game is, is going to be a fun one because I love it when nice. the team is focused. They're, yep. they're together. Um, but it's, it's right now it's just, hey, let's focus on this game. You know, we take care of this game. Uh, focus on the next one. And, and, and that's kind of how we're taking things at the moment. Last, last question for you, Omar. Playing last night coming into today as a player, do you feel that's advantageous for you? Well, you already woke up loose today? No, well, I didn't play yesterday. Okay. But, you know, for the players that did, you know, they didn't really have a lot of you know, recovery time in between. Um, so it's, it's going to be very important that we have a very long, proper warm-up. Very good. Um, you know, again, it, it's very hot. You know, we don't want any players pulling any, you know, any mm -hmm. hamstrings or any muscles that, that, that aren't supposed to be, you know, pulled. Um, so, I, but I do think that, you know, and our players have been doing this for a very long time, mm -hmm. so they do know what it takes. You know, I'll use a guy like George for an example. Um, I can almost guarantee you he's been in an ice bath for probably the last 30 <laughs> minutes before coming to here. So, we, you know, our players understand what it takes to, you know, play in a game like that, you know, and then play again tomorrow where you're required to, you know, really recover and really understand how your body and all those things work. So, um, I think they're going to have a good performance. I'm, I'm awesome. really excited. Awesome. Well, we're excited to see you guys go out there, handle business today. We thank you for your time, my friend. Good luck today. Thank you. Absolutely. Juliana. All right. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Um, we are going to do next segment, an interview with Nick. On the count of three, everybody, we're going to say, see you later. One, two, three. See, see you later. later. See ya. That was weak.
All right, so Juliana was kind enough to give me my microphone back. I'll take it back if you want. <laughs> I'm joined with Rock City Boom team president Nick Moisovsky. How you doing today, Nick? First of all, excellent pronunciation. You said it spot on. I'm doing great, uh, enjoying the weather, enjoying the doubleheader here. Um, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely, and you know, I can respect trying to say the name properly because even though North sounds simple, it's spelled very German. My name gets butchered all the time, so... You know, I just try to re re return the favor and say it right. So we're getting down into crunch time. You know, it's very interesting to have the team president and owner here. Why don't you give us a little insight into, like, what it's like to own a team like this, the direction that the UPSL is looking to go, and just overall, what's the overall goal of this league? I mean, first of all, it's, it's a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being in... Minor league sports, you hear just any minor league, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, soccer, there's not a lot of money in it. So you're, you're not doing it for the money, you're doing it for, for the pride. Um, and, you know, our idea, you know, we're doing it for the game. We want to grow the game in the city. Um, and the, we saw the UPSL, um, I think the platform that they provide, it's a nationwide league. Um, the barriers to entry aren't crazy like some of the other like minor league sport, uh, minor sports league. So uh, we saw the opportunity. We, we saw the hole in the need for the um, the game in the city. And, uh, you know, we started the team up a couple years ago. And uh, it's a lot of hard work. But, you know, when, you know, we win, we win like uh, the we won the division last year, it makes it all worth it. And, you know, right now we're in first place. Hopefully, you know, we're going to need a couple things to bounce our <laughs> way. But, you know, hopefully we can repeat. But um, that's what it's all about. And just... You know, providing a, a, a place for some of these uh, younger players in Rochester uh, to, to have a place to play over the spring and the summer. That's awesome. And it is a giant league. Like, I, was, I, I started getting familiar with it over the last probably several months. It's a 32-team format for the playoffs, correct? So it's basically yeah. every division winner goes into a crash course playoff. Um, how is that? Because that's going to involve a little more traveling, right? And how do they decide? Is it regional? Like, how do they decide where you're going to play? Because I know we've got the best field in the country. They, 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 I'm biased. But even when these guys from Sahara Gunners came in this afternoon, immediately Juliana and I said, here comes another opposing team pulling out their cell phones, taking pictures of this place. This place is beautiful. But explain to people, like, how does it work if you win your division, make the playoffs? Is it a regional format? Yeah, so the 32 divisions uh, you talk about, um, the, the league is split up into eight regions. So we're in the northeast. Uh, so um, in, within the northeast, there's four divisions. So we're Western New York. Uh, there's a Patriot division, which is kind of like the New England area. Uh, there's an American division, which is kind of like Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania, New York City. And then uh, there's the Beltway, which is uh, like Maryland, Delaware, Virginia. Uh, so what happens... Uh, there's 32 divisions. Uh, when there's a champion crown of each division, uh, what we would go to next would be the Northeast Regional Tournament, which is your round of 32. Okay. Um, so we would get paired up against the winner from the Boston um, region, the Patriot League. Okay. Uh, you win that game, you go to the Northeast Regional Final. You win that game, you're in the National Quarterfinals. So now it's all about um, how do we, these eight, quarterfinalists, how do we pair them up geographically so teams don't have to travel as much? So um, our region would play the Midwest region, which would you know be teams from like Iowa, combine them, Ohio, <laughs> Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, that area. Um, 
there have been times where teams will meet like kind of in the middle. Okay. So like you know we don't if it's a team let's say that's from that comes out of Wisconsin, um, you know and instead of making them drive out to Rochester, we go out there. You could say hey let's meet in like Detroit or something. So okay. That, that's you know that's a possibility. And then when you get to the final four, that's a national final four. The league uh, picks a location and that is compensated. Uh, the league gives you travel money and things mm-hmm. like that. So. Um, that makes it a little um, a little bit easier than if you had to just gotcha. pay your own way because gotcha. it could get expensive really fast. Okay, okay. So if things were to work out really, really well and the boom were to win everything, there's a chance you could host the big thing. Uh, if the league decides, um, they they got to pick. They still have not picked a final location. Gal, okay, it's um, predetermined. As a Northeast Division manager, I've been pushing to try to get it into Rochester. So. We're still waiting to hear back, but that is a possibility, but don't quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> it's not 100%, but that would be great if we could host the National uh, Final Four. I think that would bring some uh, notoriety to the region, and uh, you know, you have four teams that would be coming in. Well, hopefully three teams coming in. And right, host. right, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but, exactly. you know, but if not, you know, four teams would be coming in uh, to play for you know, the, the National Final, and um, that would take place, uh, I believe, the weekend of August 6th, 7th. So how is how old is the league? A lot of people probably don't know because the Boom obviously a newer team. This is their second season. The league's been around for a while. Uh, league started in two thousand eleven. So okay. uh, was a former uh, Mexican player uh, Leona Lopez started it in California, and I'd say up until about three four years ago, it was it was primarily like a West Coast league, and then they just did a rapid push around like two thousand sixteen two thousand seventeen, and just got into the Northeast U.S., got into the South, got into Florida got into the you know mid-atlantic got into the uh you know great plains area so now it's it's truly a nationwide league there's uh there's teams in alaska that play so yeah. i mean um you know so it's it's nationwide so that's it's, awesome um it's represented um actually i don't know off the top of my head how many states have teams but it's it's i think more than 30 teams. okay um you it's know you got substantial couple, yeah so it's it's big yeah awesome awesome and uh, so, obviously, what I wanted to ask you guys this, because Juliana and I were talking about a lot of soccer teams will just be whatever the city is, and they'll follow mm-hmm. it up with an FC. Mm-hmm. How did you guys come up with Rock City Boom for the team name? Like, how did this come to fruition? That's always a problem when it comes to naming a team. Um, we, used to, we used to run a team uh, five years ago um, in the MPSL. It was called the Rochester River Dogs. Um, and it was River Dogs with the Z. And a lot of people gave us flack for that because, you know, it's like, oh, it's too gimmicky, it's too whatever. So you're always going to have the camp on the one end that say, hey, it's got to be a United or it's got to be a city or it's got to be an FC. And then you have the other camp that say, hey, let's make it more of like an American thing or something that's like original. So every soccer or every team in general in Rochester um, has always been Rochester. So we kind of um, thought, hey, what's a nickname for the city? I'll kind of make it hip sounding, make it new, and it'll be marketable. And um, we came up with Boom because Rochester was a boom town. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rock City, I mean, you you know, you see there's like yeah. Rock City Furniture, Rock City, whatever. So we took that, Rock City Boom. It's totally different from any other team. We could have just called ourselves Rochester United or, yeah. you know, Rochester Soccer Club. What? But it's like... There you go. Exactly. Exactly. She's chiming in now. She said, "Boring." But you know, but you have you have. Don't get me excited. 
Yeah. Yeah. Boom gets you excited. Boom does get you excited, right, Juliana? I'm copped out with the merch. You are copped out with the merch. We we appreciate you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Those are the new hats. New hats, yep. As soon as Mark put one up on the table today, I think it was the first one he put up. I made mine custom. (laughs) I see his is fitted. So there you go. There you um, go. Yeah, you always have those two camps of, are you going to go with the traditional or are you going to go with, uh, um, you know, something that's more marketable, more fun. And uh, we went that route. We went Rock City Boom. Gotcha. Here we are. So the boom, the, the, the idea is to keep the team here in the city for many, many years to come, I assume, yes? As long as uh, the city will have us, you know? There you go. There you <laughs> um, go. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, this is something that, um, you know, we, you know, myself and uh, Mark Mandel, that we put our, you know, not to sound cliche, but blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, it's just, it's an everyday thing. We're always talking about ways to, um, you know, improve um, you know, how we do things at the stadium or, you know, are we going to, you know, improve the merchandise, improve mm-hmm. marketing? Just, it's a, it's a small operation. It's just a few of us, yeah. none of us get paid. It's a, right. you know, so it's, um, it's just something we love to do. And, um, you know, that's, that's why we're here. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Yeah. And Juliana and I are happy to be a part of it and try to help you guys out with this podcast here. Uh, I, pr- I appreciate uh, it. I think you, you do a heck of a job. Uh, Juliana it. is the best. Uh, correspondent uh, um, in the he's the in the podcast game. <laughs> oh, I'm the correspondent now. You're the host. All right. Okay, I'm sorry, I got that right. I got that mixed up. I got fired. I think you by my demoted. own by my own kid. Well, Nick, we definitely appreciate your time. Big afternoon today, as we've been talking about. We kind of in the last episode just updated people as to what the standings were in the UPSL right now. Mm-hmm. Boom, of course, sitting on top of the league table. As Omar just said in the previous segment, you can't spend too much time worrying about the other teams. you got to come out here and take care of business. But we definitely need Syracuse to drop a game or take a draw. And I think they've got five games left on the season. They're two behind you. Um, so, yeah, need them to slip and fall. And uh, I saw South Jeff FC got their first win of the season the they other did. night. Um, I talked to their uh, coach or their team owner briefly yesterday and uh, congratulated him on his first win. Um, they've come a, they've come a long way from that first game we played, yeah. and um, I told them that he's he's got some talented players. They're a little on the younger side, yep. but I told them, you know, if you keep the same group of players playing, you know, year and out, and I mean, look, they they've shown progress. They only lost one nothing to Upstate Lone Star, mm-hmm. for me, is one of the you know tougher teams in the league. Um, so they've they've made yeah. some improvements. Yeah, and that that loss kind of hurt Kresnik there. Yeah, so because they were nipping at the heels too. Yeah, so. kind of. Um, I think it kind of. Pretty much I, takes them out of contention. I think so, too. Now, one, don't want to speak too soon, but I think that definitely makes the mountain very tall to climb for them. So, you know, I'm looking at, like, you guys, Syracuse, and Upstate right there. That's, I think it's a – yeah, I mean, I don't want to count them out, but, I mean, a lot a lot would have to happen because they got mm-hmm. four losses. And, right. Um, but, yeah, I think it's I think it's down to a three-horse yeah. race, and they're three very good teams. Very good. Upstate Lone Star is very, very fast, very um, – they, you know, very technical, and then Syracuse – um, FC is very um, they're a well coached team they're in they got a lot of good players so um, and I think that they kind of um, had kind of one of the younger teams last year and I think this okay. year you know you add that year of experience guys playing together I think you, you definitely see the results see on the, the field so for sure but for sure well, Nick, we will let you go. We wish you the best of the luck this afternoon. We appreciate you giving us some time and giving us some insight on everything UPSL and Rock City Boom, and I'm sure this won't be the last time we chat. Yeah, no, any time. Thank you All for right. having me. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. All right, Juliana, you ready to uh, get back to watching the rest of the second half of this game? Yep. All right. Thanks again, Nick. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you.